This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, I was reading the uh, the Aerosmith situation. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith postpones shows. Steven Tyler suff- suffers vocal cord damage. Uh, postponed half a dozen dates. Uh, I'm heartbroken as I have received strict doctor's orders not to sing for 30 days. Vocal cord damage during Saturday's show that led to subsequent bleeding. Oh, no. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. Me neither. It's like spitting up blood like a like a guar show. Like Doc Holliday in Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> Live for me. <laughs> Live for me. And, uh... I'm trying to think of an Aerosmith song. I may I have had too much workman's relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too, 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 it's not, nothing's clicking. So, uh, bleeding from the vocal cord? Is that is the cord that, bleeding itself? That does not sound good. Man. That sounds like the worst uh, thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, they're in their farewell tour, the Peace Out tour. And the 40-date run, including a stop in a van's hometown, Boston, New Year's Eve, final show, January 26th in Montreal. And uh, the new dates are January 29th in Detroit and February 14th in Chicago. Bleeding from the vocal cords. Owie. That's gross. And sounds unrecoverable to me. God, they look like old women. I love Aerosmith. I do. Yeah, they look like a bunch of hot grandmas. God, they look like they're 120 years old. The Rolling Stones look younger than Aerosmith does. It's unbelievable. You ever been Aerosmith? No. I would, though. I like that Get a Grip record, and I like the one, like, early, the red one. Uh, I don't know. I It's hard for me to remember what CDs look like. Yeah, I, like, like like the Dude era or the Ragdoll era? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the, the 80s things. Yeah. No, that's got to that get them a whole new group of fans. Yes. That dude. was huge. Good stuff. That dude that was writing, oh, what's his name, was writing for Bon Jovi, uh, was started writing for Aerosmith. I'm forgetting his name. Not Mutt, the other guy. Mm. But anyways, no, they went total mainstream top 40. It was it was actually impressive the way they did it with those records. But I love God, I love those records. Yeah. Janie's got a gun. Yep. Yeah, all that. Um so uh I remember when my sister first played that song Janie's got a gun. Uh-huh. Do you like that? Yeah. I Angel was, was a huge song for them. I was little little. Uh yeah. I remember she had it on a Cassette single. So, uh, how do you feel about the Dream On stuff? You like the seventies? I like that too. I like the seventies stuff stuff a lot too. Yeah, Walk This Way. I mean, then the the... nineties stuff. I'll leave it. You can keep crazy. All the stuff from the Armageddon movie. Like eighties, you just think Permanent Vacation, and then you're like, whoa, that that record was incredible Mm -hmm. with with Ragdoll and and Angel and what's the other one that was on there? Can't remember. Well, dude. Dude looks like a lady. Huh? Which is weird because now Steven Tyler indeed does look like a lady. Oh. Oh, without question, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's He looks like your hip lesbian he, he looks, aunt or he something. Looks, yeah, he looks really, really fragile. He looks like your favorite art teacher. Yeah. They all look kind of fragile. But God, God, what a run though. What a great run.
Then they, yeah. They, they, what was? Were they into heroin? They were. Uh, they were into all of it. I thought. Yeah, they were like in a hotel room in New York, and and inconceivable. Uh, in the, I think the late seventies, just strung out, broke. Yeah. And and just bombed out of their minds. Right. No record label, no anything. Right, and didn't they, I mean I I feel like they were doing like what do they call them uh, speed balls or whatever, and they were I mean they drank they did they did this stuff mm-hmm. they did the stuff I mean my God <laughs> they were living on the edge yeah da, 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 I don't da. know when they got sober but it wasn't soon enough apparently. Uh, <laughs> We gave it away, the bleeding, blood-spitting lead singer. Yes, it was, I believe. Shoot. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, I got to go shower, man. I got to get back to the hotel and shower. Are you sweaty? You having a panic attack? No, I'm covered in blood. Unbelievable. Holy crap, dude. What is happening to my favorite grandma rock stars? Bleeding. Google bleeding vocal cords. See what that looks like. Don't hit image. <laughs> it looked like a torn hemorrhoid. Uh, I was just looking at my Google history, and from yesterday, I was watching the Nature Channel, and uh, they had wild donkeys on there, and then they had them having sex, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize a donkey's wiener was like half his length. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they got to get up in there. So then I had to... Google a picture and send it to Angie. And I was like, did you know this about donkeys? They got a lock and load, dude. <laughs> they got a lock and load. Like how they walk how around think, with that thing. What do you think? Baby donkeys fall out of the sky? What do you, how do you well, think that no, works? But where is her uterus at? It, dude. That, you, that you, thing you're is not, half the length of a donkey. You're, not, you're not ready to know <clears throat> things like that. To stop there, asking questions you can't handle. Is her cervix by her neck? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, hemorrhage occurs when one or more of the blood vessels in the vocal folds mm, folds <laughs> breaks open, Ooh. filling the vocal fold and potentially forming a small ball or ah, like or like a bundled up Achilles tendon, a hemorrhagic polyp. He had the, like the uh, Achilles tendon tear of the throat. It is caused by trauma to the vocal fold, like extensive, extensive coughing or Uh-oh. extensive screaming. Oh, my God. I, you know. What happens I, when your vocal cords bleed? If I went to an Aerosmith show and he was able to pull it off, I wouldn't even know if he had vocal cord He's damage. Fubar. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Usually causes severe disorder of the voice. Ooh. That is not good. That's not good. Uh, and what are they? They're almost 80, aren't they? They got to be. Pushing 80. Dude. Close. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I love that Dodge commercial with the young Steven Tyler. That was so cool. He was so cool looking when he was young. I know. God, what a stud. Now he's 75. 75. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, He was, uh, last I heard, he had a, uh, wasn't an abuse sexual harassment case pending? Because he talked about it in his book. And then she goes, yeah, he sexually abused me. And I think that's still working its way through the court. He actually said in the book, she Sued was sued for sexual assault of a minor. Yeah, she was like sixteen. He actually wrote about it. Well, there's that. I'll show you the entitlement, eh? So, well, yeah. Back when they wrote the book, it was like, yeah, I can't get in trouble for this. What do they call it when so much time goes by? What's that called? Statute of limitations. Boom shakalaka, or where I'm from, boom shakalaka. Mm-mm. You get to sleep with the youngins.
Oof. Oofta. Them, yeah. Well, that era of rock stars was kind of into that. Oh, yeah. Ted. Well, they're going to lose out on that sweet uh, <clears throat> Metamucil sponsorship money. And what's that? What's that company where the, the little chair goes up and down the stairs? That they were a sponsor. chairlift. Yeah, they were. There is that the name of it? They had a that, that was a sponsor. Metamucil what was the other one a sponsor? Oh, well, uh, uh, the, the denture uh, people. Mm-hmm. Polident. Polident. They're gonna lose all that pol- sweet polident money. Sweet, sweet polident money. Oof. Hi, how's it going? Danger. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Jared. Hi, D. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Would you? Good. So we're gonna we're gonna do math according to danger. If danger's only going to be forty, then Steven right. Tyler's only going to be fifty. I'm here all day. Uh, that's fine. I, I I don't disagree. I think uh, I think uh, they got it wrong in the article. I don't think they did their research correctly. I'll go yeah, with you. I'll go with your math. He's not seventy five. He's fifty. I'll go with your math. All right, man. All right. What's your favorite <laughs> Aerosmith era? Uh seventies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Did you like the '80s stuff, or was it too cheesy? The Angel and all that stuff. Not bad. Okay, so you. Um, I would say probably my favorite song is probably "Sweet Emotion." Oh, cheesy! No, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I love the build up. That... The intro to that song is maybe one of the best intros in the history of music. Yeah, dude, it's a jam. Yeah, that's cool stuff. All right, man. Thank you, brother. All right. Have, Have a good, a good day. day. Have that. Bye. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, walk this way. Big ten inch record was fun. That was it? That was back from the seventies. Back when Queen was still roaming the earth. Oh my God! Back Ooh. in the saddle. Oh, that's a good workout jam. Yeah, dude. Back in the saddle again. That is a jam. Ooh, that's one of their better ones. See, back then you you only back then everybody listened to the whole goddamn record. Right. Yes. Nobody. Oh, I don't hear a hit. I'm buying the record. I'm yeah. A, I'm here to party. Yeah, and it was an experience, which is, that's kind of why it's really, the vinyl kick now is kind of neat, because I feel like people are indeed listening to the whole record, right, you know? Right, Instead I, of just downloading. Right. But, like, you'll download the single. At least this is what I do anyway. I'll download stuff, and then I'll have the album at home, you know, but I'd, I'm more likely to listen to the single song mm-hmm. in my phone than... On the record, I'm not just playing it for one song. I I would. Uh, I don't know if that even made it. Go as far to say that the '80s stuff is still as prevalent as the '70s stuff. Aerosmith, like "Love in the Elevator." Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. I mean that stuff gets played more than "Sweet Emotion." One hundred percent. It's what a run! What a two decade run! Yeah, yeah I kind of tailed off there in the '90s, but yeah, it was. Well, they stopped writing the hits. <clears throat> it was pretty gay. <laughs> Well, that would have been, well, Get a Grip, I think it was the 90s. I can't remember what we put, Living on the Edge, would that have been that one? I think we played that at Top 40 Radio. We're living on the edge. Well, crying, was crying Get a Grip? I liked Living on the Edge. Yeah, Crazy was on Get a Grip. Walking down, fever, gotta love but it. But we were playing those Aerosmith songs just from uh, them establishing themselves on permanent vacation. Yeah. You just instantly went to the record and played whatever, Crazy, whatever, it, you know? Yeah. It was in that... It, who was writing for Def Leppard? Was that Mutt? Who was writing those songs? Because they he, that dude was writing for Aerosmith and Hart. Their hit when they had huge hair in the 80s. Yeah. Never! No, never! 
Yeah. That dude wrote all of those songs. Pour Some Sugar? I just can't remember his name. Maybe it was Bob. Bob. Was it Bob? Not Bob Rock. I'm trying to look, bro. <laughs> calm down. Everybody calm down. Have a beer. Uh, good morning, yes. Okay. Hello. It's are so good. How come you're not playing some of that stuff? Uh, we do, actually. You play, you, you play old Metallica stuff. Randy plays it once in a while, but I don't hear you guys play it on the show. Yeah, we play. Uh, we do, actually. We play it on Saturday. We play some of that 90s. He's talking about us, us. Oh, you're talking about yeah, this morning show. Yeah, your morning show. Oh, I, oh, <laughs> you I don't know. You to be very specific with us. Hey, man. We're both very tired. <laughs> I'll play. Uh, I grew up listening to Aerosmith, and you guys just, like, threw him off a cliff. <laughs> I uh, I will play some. You play, uh, you play, you play some old stuff, but I, I very seldom hear any Aerosmith on You're anymore. so dramatic. Uh, I will play some Aerosmith, you little bitch. Hang on, I'm hey, gonna do it for sure you. Make sure it's the good stuff from the old day too. You're so yeah, annoying. No, to I'm gonna no, I'm gonna play the '80s crap. That's Great. what you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna was, like it. I was in high school in my '80s, so yeah, that'll work. Oh, nice dude, I love it. All right, man. What's your yeah. favorite? If you had to pick one Aerosmith song to take to the island, which one would you take? Oh man, oh man. Hard to do, isn't it? It's insane hard to do. It's almost impossible. What a what a freaking career. Yeah. It'll be it'll be sad to to know that you, you just don't have an opportunity to see him. But hey oh, man. Alpine Valley. Oh, there, there you go. Just uh just uh retire and relax, dude. Don't Mitch McConnell on the way out and stand on oh, stage and then freeze. Man. How'd you like how'd you like to see Steven Tyler Mitch McConnell on stage? No, it's sad. God is that sad. No. Oh. All right, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, later. Right, I'm gonna do this for you, Aerosmith pups out there just learning the ropes on JJL. Come here, baby. You know you drive me up a wall the way you make good for the nasty tricks you pull. Seems like we're making up more than we're making love. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. Well, this actually fits in really well with us reminiscing about Aerosmith and our relationship with Vince Neil. Um, <clears throat> toys. Let's talk about toys. The National Toy Hall of Fame uh, revealed the 12 finalists for the 2023 oh, class. Oh, forget about this. I love this. Light bright? Yeah! Oh, I just... Woo! Yelled. That was last year. Two random words. All that right. was last year. Sure. Mr. Stretch Armstrong. Um, that's already in there. Yeah. Uh, so the finalists this year, baseball cards, which I'm shocked is not in there already. Weird. Doesn't feel like a toy, but that's all right. Uh, the board game Battleship. Ah, classic. Dude, if you go to Deerfield Pistol, Main Street, Deerfield. Yeah. Uh, they have targets that yeah. are the Battleship uh-huh. little game board thing. Yeah. And you, if you play with a friend, it's a hell of a good time. Yeah, it's cool, and it's also an easy way to blow through 200 rounds of ammo. You know, <laughs> you might want to take your 22 for that one. <laughs> I got Upon my, reflection. I got my Red Rider BB gun. I'm a little low on ammo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to um, save it for the bad guys. I'm using my <laughs> pellet gun. Yeah. Uh, bingo on the list, which I I was just surprised it wasn't in there already. Bop it. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved Bop, Bop it. it. Yeah, I remember Bop it. What about Cabbage Patch Kids? Uh, Do you past, remember? No, no, no. It's too so, early like, nonsense. Since it was, there was a lot of uh, females in my household growing up, so Cabbage Patch Kids was a big deal, but we was poor. Mm. 
And uh, so, you know, you could buy, like, the Cabbage Patch doll heads Mm -hmm. and then get a poor friend of yours that knows how to sew, and then they'd make the body. So you'd have, like, a a welfare version of a Cabbage Patch kid, which is what I had. Also, I had the welfare version of a Care Bear. Oh. All I had. All I had. We were pretty poor. All I had was stick. (laughs) <laughs> the new affordable fun toy You can beat your sister with it Stick <laughs> And I did uh, We're nearing the time to play the bit John it's, it's getting close The other one that's on the list that I really love Are the choose your own adventure books I wish Do they have those for adults Because uh, that would be amazing Wasn't that a, a thing in big When Tom Hanks was at the toy company And it, so every story has a different ending Remember that? You put that little computer yeah. chip in it? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that I was his wizard game or Didn't whatever. even know that became a reality. Yeah, those, dude, those books were amazing. Hmm. Uh, Connect Four. And, oh, yeah, I can't remember that. And, of course, the Ken doll. You know, it is the season uh, for Barbie stuff. Uh, smooth ner- crotch. Very smooth crotch. <laughs> Nerve Toys, Slime, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rounding out the list. Nerve Football. One of my favorite pastimes, smear the queer, dude. We'd play it right out in the front hey, yard. I don't know that you can really say that anymore. Well, it's uh, take it or leave it, listeners. We played smear the queer. I don't even know where that came from. It could have been tackle the dude. It could have been no trip the man. But no. no, we had to use smear the queer. Yeah, I don't even know where it came from. Right. It's just handed to you as a child, and right. you, you don't know what to do with it. No. Isn't it weird? Well, I think queer back then would have been like, you're stupid. You know, you're the idiot. Well, no, queer has always meant weird. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, odd. Down, sure, that's down, yeah. That, down that path. Sure. Yeah. That's, it was a more innocent meaning at the time. Yeah, you weren't blatant homophobic. Exactly. We were innocent. We, we were, we, 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 you're we, a naive homophobe. That's exactly. And that's you're, okay. Yeah. Homophobe through via that's okay naivety. You, it's okay when you're eight. <laughs> when you're right. eight. Oh, man. So crazy. Yeah, Nerf. We just throw it in the air. Somebody would grab it and start running until you got your head knocked in. And that was smear the queer. Yep. <laughs> what the object was. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's weird trying to figure out those childhood games. Yeah. But, uh. So the winners uh, get voted on by toy industry experts, and then we have public voting we can do. Museumofplay.org. That's going throughout the next week. Uh, three of the 12 toys will wind up getting inducted, and they're going to be announced November 9th. Bingo and Nerf were nominated last year, but they did not make the cut. The three that did were Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, and The Top, you know. Mm-hmm. From inception. Yeah. What was your strategy on battleship when you placed your ships? Did you have a strategery? No. Yeah. Not really. It was always very random. Uh, how would you fire your shots? Would you start in the middle generally? Uh, do you remember? I I I always kind. Of, I just went with how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like. Mm. I'm opening up my mind. Feeling defensive. To listen to what the universe tells me mm-hmm. where the ship is at. Uh-huh. H4. You know? What about you? It sounds like you had a friggin' plan. 
It was hard to have a strategy because if you played the same people every time, which I did, my family. Yeah. I'd always. You know, they'd know your game after a while. Right. I thought randomness was the key. Uh, randomness uh, is the key. If I remember taking shots, I'd always start in the center if I'm not. We even had electronic battleship. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That was later. What's up, Richie? Rich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was, uh, yeah, the, the lights would go off. Oh, my God. What about Break the Ice? That was a fun game. Uh, that was fun. I remember that. And, 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 uh, and Trouble. Yep. Man, we played Trouble till the freaking dogs came home, man. We were obsessed. Yeah, and I see uh, we would do the game of life, Monopoly. There was a game called the Farmer's Game mm-hmm. that we always played. I think that's still around, actually. Um, Yeah, the farming game. That was always so frustrating, like a real farm. You ever play Shoots and Ladders? Um, here and there. Yeah. That was not a big one for us. We need, nor for us. was Candyland. We were, uh, Candyland, right, shoots a lot of Candyland. Same game, basically. We played a lot of Pinochle. Oh, Pinochle. Oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. So, uh, yeah, I mean, from the time I was little, like, you'd sit in who's ever lap and watch them and how they played and mm-hmm. then explain stuff to you. Because Pinochle takes like 30 years to learn anyway. And uh, yeah, so then by the time you were eight or nine, you were playing Pinochle with the rest of the family. Right. And then Clue. Of course, we played Clue. Oh my God, I love not, Clue. Not as highbrow as one thinks, but uh, we always played Clue with the neighbors. It was always it was always fun. People wouldn't play Clue with me anymore. You got too good at it? Yeah. Well? Well, because I, <clears throat> I could tell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my, uh, yeah. Whatever. We My were sisters were always the. You remember that uh, the kindest. <laughs> I think it got me into drafting. Was the Spirograph kit? You remember Dude, that? Dude, oh hell yeah! Man, we were spend days with that thing, making cool designs. Yeah, I thought I, I was going to be an artist, being being the Spirograph king of the house. Yeah, I was always in my sketchbook. Yeah, which is weird because as an adult, I. I don't really draw that much. I write a lot, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Snow days, buddy. Risk and clue and, mm-hmm. and life and trouble. I love it. And uh, hot chocolate. Ah, that's the good stuff. Dude, look at that. So and so, do they all go in those no, games? No, three out of oh, 12 will. Oh, my God. You can really? vote through this week, Museum of Play, throughout next week, yeah. museumofplay.org. And then they're going to announce the three on November 9th. Yeah. And, and I think most of those games are all back out. I mean, just oh, the yeah. classics never go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, that was like the game Sequence we never played in our house. Uh, I never learned how to play Sequence. I never even knew it was a game until I went over to Trixie's house. And she got me hooked on the Sequence game. Mm-hmm. And now, like, that's, I love playing it. To play uh, Operation? Just stick that yeah. thing on our, stick that thing on our tongue. Oh yeah. Shocked we're not. I know. I'm dude. shocked we're not missing lips. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh my god. Oh my god, what did I do on Friday? I gotta check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. 
Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. There's a Millie Vanilli documentary that's going to start streaming on Paramount Plus in October. Reels. Mm-hmm. So, give me PC2. Uh, here's part of the trailer for Millie Vanilli. They had it all. Girl, you know it's true. One minute Millie Vanilli with that. Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. And the next minute they weren't. They don't want us <laughs> to sing. What? This is weird. We don't want to lip sync. Someone had to have known this was going on. There's no real crime here. But it costs a life. But you make a pact with the devil. There is not another story like this in music history. Hmm. Yeah. True that. I'll watch it. Mm, true. Girl, 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 you girl know it's true. Uh, those got catchy songs. Yeah. Get them out of your head. It's like the beginning of that. Just a really cool groove, man. I loved it. And they were good looking fellas. Oh, my God. And, they were freaking you know. supermodel looking dudes. Yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Blew his brains out because mm-hmm. of it. it was a, mm-hmm. What were their names? Robin uh, Bob and Robin. Robin Bob. Robin Bob. Um. But yeah, I'll never forget the clip of them running off the stage when their tape broke. <laughs> like, ah, ah. Uh, Fab. Oh, Fab. But Rob. Fab and Rob. Fab lives on, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, on April 3rd, 1998, on the eve of a promotional tour for a new Millie Vanilli album, Back in an Attack. Um, he was found dead from an alcohol and prescription overdose. His death was ruled accidental. Sad, really. Yeah. Uh, much ado about nothing. I mean, look at today's. Look how we do it today. But what are you doing getting all effed up the night before and you're on your comeback tour? Well, you probably heard like a panic attack. Dude, check this out. Tell me. Tell me this ain't a groove, dude. Come dude, on now. Are we going to groove right now? No. Evidently not. I guess not. False alarm. <laughs> We're not grooving. Nope. Why are we not grooving? Zero I'm, I'm groove, just, I'm just curious about why we're not if grooving. If you thought you were going to have a groove, you need to think again. <laughs> what happened to my groove? You need to manage your groove expectations. <laughs> <laughs> my my groove ain't no smooth move until I what are you looking check for? with the dude. Is that what you're looking for? Uh, uh, throw your hands up. Hunting throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. God, what a great song. Oh, dude. Hey, you don't, is that you the don't, xylophone? You don't have to like it, but that is iconic. Now, that is an iconic. Most. You know what's weird? The, most every time. The voice actually looked like it would come out of their yeah. bodies. And you don't you don't have to like it, but that is that was one of the hottest songs ever to come out in the frickin' eighties, you guys. I mean, when you watched them, I don't know how much attention you paid to them. They were super entertaining on stage. I mean, they did the thing. They they, they played the parts. Right. To a T, dude. They should have won an you know. Academy Award for that acting job. So the scandal was that it was the oh crank it up. Yes, you know it's true. Uh, uh, 
I had to so play. So the studio musicians, they yep. weren't even singing at all. But they were dancing and then lip sync. Mm-hmm. So the only, you know, the artist today will be on the record, but then be, you know, I mean, like we saw with Cardi B when she threw the mic at that bitch. Yeah, so it was, her voice She's kept going. Completely lip syncing. Sure, that's but all. But it's still Cardi B on the record, right, right? Right, right, So I feel like we've become more accepting of lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that they would have got a pass anyway, even if it was, it was them on the record. It was a little shadier because it was some other dude. That's that's the shady part. That's the shady you, part. You, you got sold. And they're accepting Grammys for records right, that right. they weren't even on. Right, right. No, that, that was, was the ish. That was the sitch. Yeah. I mean. So, I understand that. From a purist point of view, I understand that. But, uh, you know, uh, too good to be true. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Millie. They were a fun band, girl. And uh, God dang, dude, that was uh, that was in my what did I call it back then when I was doing nights? Uh, Eighty. What year was this? Eighty six or something? No. What year was this? Uh... Yeah, a little bit of Kansas City spitting the hits. This is my top five. Top five at nine countdown. We got a Kim Wilde. 89. 89. Was it that late? Oh, I would have been in Birmingham jamming. Jamming out to Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Not knowing any better. Playing the fool, dude. Don't oh, play oh. The fool. What's happening? I'm in love with you, girl. <laughs> I ain't singing this song. It don't matter. Oh, no. I'm getting paid. It's true. Uh,. And I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think if that happened today, if if, if the scandal would be the same. Maybe, maybe, maybe it would be a little bit. Seeing as how somebody else did it. Yeah. There's ghostwriting, and then there's what would you call it? Imposter. What would you call it? Impersonating a singer. <laughs> I don't know what the charge would be. Yeah, I mean, if the, if the if the top forty police showed up on your door, it's like you're coming with us, <laughs> stupid singers. What do you mean, top forty artists are fake? <laughs> but you can't deny. I mean, as a as a promotional tool, they could not have done any better than those two dudes. Oh yeah, I mean, they were fantastic. One hundred percent. And then, I mean, there's no denying, like you said, they were entertaining. They mm. were entertainers. They just weren't singing anything, right? Ever. <laughs> what the, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying the part where you can't take your eyes off of them. Ooh, sound a little gay. Um, but they had that. Everyone a little gay. They had that presence. Just that they had everything you needed, except the voice. Ex- Except the actual talent. Right. <laughs> but they did. But they did have talent. It's they weird. Did, right, yes. The, they the, just didn't have the voice. The uh, uh, the moment of truth, uh, when that, whatever it was, tape, whatever it was back then broke, is uh, is such an awkward, sad thing. To this day, it's cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. It's cringy to see it when you watch it. Um, Google Millie Vanilli the day the tape broke. <laughs> If you've never seen it, probably a lot of people have never seen it. Yeah. Um, they just stood there, looked at each other, and like, uh, uh, An show. issue with a hard drive caused the backing tracks oh, to right. skip, jump, and repeat. Hard drive. Exposing that Millie Vanilli had actually been lip syncing the song. <laughs> I think it just makes the story better. Uh, Yeah. They were good looking dudes. 
Dude, we didn't we didn't use the word banger back in the '88, dude. But I would have had I known. Yeah, that's a banger, dude. That was a banger. That's a classic, classic top forty song. Girl, you know it's true. What they call that? They call that a new jack swing. What they call that back then? I don't. Did that song go? Stacks did, of wax. Did any of their stuff go to number one? There's no way that couldn't have went to number one. But uh, yeah. And then uh, they pulled their Grammys. Didn't they get their Grammys back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they took them, took everything back. Um, the first single, Girl You Knows Who, reached number, Girl You Knows True, reached number two. Oh, really? Following single, Baby Don't Forget My Number. Who kept... Became the number one. And the next two singles, Blame It on the Rain and Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You, topped the chart as well. Oh, uh, chart toppers. Like the cherry on top. I'm Casey Cajun. What are these bastards going to really start singing for us? Nobody ever knows. It's a great mystery. Are they singing or not? I don't know. Um, uh, Millie Vanilli. What? I don't know what to say. It just. It was a great decade for music, and uh, they did it as good as anybody did. Whoever were the weren't the singers older. Dudes, if I remember, the guys that were really singing, weren't they like old Motown, like studio guys? If I remember. God, it's been so long since I've thought about this. I know. I want to watch that documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's kind of sad at the end there. But uh, good nostalgia. I I don't know. It's it's a good trip back. So, Joe. There's worse, 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 worse memories from the 80s, I can tell you. Jody Rocco, Linda Rocco, John Davis, and Brad Howell. Those were the guys? I guess so. The talent behind the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, therefore, see, I don't remember. Did they play with a band when they were on stage, or was it all pre- I can, pre-recorded? I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look. Um, yeah, they revoked their Grammy for Best New Artist. They gave a press conference. I remember in that press conference. I kind of do, too. I'm trying to think yeah. if anybody even still plays those songs. They did sing and rap in front of the room in order to yeah. prove that. Right. It was, could, it, in fact. it was horrible. It was not. I remember them trying to yeah. sing, and it's like, oh, guys, fellas, no, go back to the lip sync. Oh. <laughs> we forgive you. I just, <laughs> go back to roll the tape. It was so cringy. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just could not. And I know they trained and they did all the, the things they had to. They just didn't have the talent. Okay. Uh, I knew right then and there was the beginning of the end for Millie Vanilli. <laughs> when my voice got stuck in the computer <laughs> and it just kept repeating and repeating, I panicked. I didn't know what to do, so I just ran off the stage. Downtown Julie Brown went after him. <laughs> she chased him? And convinced him to finish the set. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Yeah, from MTV, you wouldn't remember her. With a bit of pushing and screaming and a couple of (laughs) F-words, I got them back out there, downtown Julie Brown said. She's a tall drink of water, downtown Julie Brown. The concert audience seemed to neither care nor even to notice, and the concert continued as if nothing unusual had happened. Right. The the crowd was probably oblivious, as were everybody at that time, to that technology. Don't you think? Yeah. Or didn't care. They paid paid for the ticket. They just want to see a show. I don't, yeah, maybe they didn't even know what the hell was going on. They thought it was a remix. And uh, then he ran off stage because he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, man, I want to apologize. I swallowed a June bug, man. And we're here to finish the show now. <laughs> were they Jamaican? I can't remember. French and German. Oh, French and German. That's right. Yeah. 
But you can't deny <sighs> it's just one of the best. Well, somebody should get credit for it. It's one of the best pop songs ever made. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. It's, yeah, good. it's good. I don't I don't care. They'll always be Millie Vanilli to me. Where are they singing? Okay. I don't care, Biatch. I know you don't. I have too, I, I have too much invested, Biatch. Yeah. I'm in. It's like Vince Neil. I built my career yeah. on Millie Vanilli. They were the foundation. <laughs> they were the bedrock. I don't know that I would go with that, but okay. All right, uh, that is JJO News. Stay fresh, cheese babe. When is that out, by the way? What did you say? October. Good morning. Yeah, I don't know what's worse. These guys are someone that has, you know, can sing, but they have zero personality or zero yeah. presence on stage. Right. That's the difference. And how many of these boy band type things anyways they never sing live half the time mm-hmm. no that's a fact mm-hmm. that's, no, that's, that's, that's the joke today I mean you don't right. I just right. assume nobody's, nobody's live right and I just don't you know, know if it happened today would people be as weird about I it I don't think they care I don't, yeah, I don't think they would care they like the guy or the first lady yeah that's what they're, they're after is the, their presence you know who they are right it doesn't matter if they can sing or not <laughs> it's sad but I guess it's a fact yeah. But did you guys, I missed the beginning. Who was it that was singing? Did you say that already? I missed part of the beginning. Either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, they were like old studio it? musicians. Hold on. I I, oh. I took that tab down. Um, Jody Rocco, Linda Rocco, John Davis, ah. and Brad Howell. And I guess they did an in-depth interview with Oprah. Where did are they, they now? Did they ever do any other? Did they ever do any other stuff on their own or for someone else or not mentioned. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. So I have the, the obituary for John Davis. He was one of the real voices behind the lip-syncing duo, Millie Vanilli. Uh, died at the age 66. Oh, that's sad. He started unknowingly singing for Millie Vanilli in the 1980s. Oh, God. Dude, you got a hit record. What? <laughs> I've never I've never been on stage. After he met Frank Farian, a German music producer. Oh, that's hilarious. Mr. Farian asked Mr. Davis to work on a project, but he did not disclose that his voice would be used for others to lip sync to. Ah. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Only later would he discover that his voice was being used by Fabrice. <gasps> the truth is I signed a contract with Frank Farian before I even knew who Millie Vanilli was. One evening, I was sitting at home watching my TV, and I saw Fab singing, Girl, I'm going to miss you. Hell no. <laughs> what, are those two guys, what, what, what are those two guys doing now, Millie Vanilli? Are uh, they doing anything? Uh, one of them's um, Rob is dead. I don't know what Fab oh. is up to. Oh, I guess he's not doing much then. Yeah, he ain't doing a whole lot. I guess the documentary will reveal all. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. About, think about how that. Uh, think about how that song holds up. I mean, dude, you play that in the club, or it's boogie time. Okay, so he Fab is on Insta, and he is owning that he was from Millie Vanilli. Great. Fab more of an well, ex Millie Vanilli member. Well, because I feel like for a while they were like exiled. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's crazy. But I mean, not... he's clearly performing. God, he's still a good-looking fella. Yeah, I know, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at, um, it's not like the Rolling Stones were faking it. It's not like Madonna was, 
it's Milli Vanilli. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, on a certain level, you just got to look at it and laugh. And you go, that's kind of cute. How in the 90s were we so mad about that? But Michael Jackson, <laughs> you know, looking at eight-year-old buttholes was no big deal to anybody. Right. It's unbelievable to me. <sighs> I would say the Milli Vanilli songs are better than some of the top 40 crap that's out today. It's at least it had heart. You know what I'm saying? It had some style. I don't know. How would you like that, dude? Like you're sitting home watching TV <laughs> and all of a sudden your yeah, voice you had no comes idea. on yeah, and nobody, you're like... The, yeah, nobody told you a thing. <laughs> I mean, it's all packaged, pretty boys, the outfits, the, yeah. the, the, the million-dollar stage. Right, dude's the, home eating the, ramen. He's right, so broke. Right, the, world, <laughs> the world tour. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.